Hello, welcome to Pop Cult Catapult Podcast with Elliot and Erica. And Erica, yes. So yes. it's uh, it's been a while since we've decided to record a podcast. I had actually bought new mics for us; these little lapel. Uh, mics for us, but we never got to use them because we kind of just uh, dropped off the face of the earth with the podcast. We only did what three episodes? Yeah, but but we're back. You know, the middle of uh, middle of the corona corona. I've been working from home for like a month, and um, honestly, I'm more stressed out about it being from home <laughs> than I am at the office. Yeah. And um, I love being at home. Like, there's no other place I'd rather be. Yeah. Um, Just not like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't... It's different, like, being home under your own, like, volition than... I don't even know if that's the right word to use. But it's, like, it's different being home just out of your own choice than it's like, oh, yeah, don't go out because you could get, like, sick. Yeah, not only could you get sick, but you could die. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's the scary part. It hasn't been... I mean, it's been fun Yeah. being home with you. Well, I mean, I've been working. Oh, I've yeah, been... that's right, but... <laughs> you forgot. You forgot. <laughs> but I've been like... I mean, I've been home, like... I don't know, I'm home... When he gets home, he gets off at, like, 3.30, which, when I work normally and I go to the office, I don't get home until, like, close to 5.30. So yeah. So, that's nice. Um, but, damn, am I, like, distracted when I work from home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to bill, because I, I'm a paralegal, and um, a lot of, like, law firms will do this, and uh, including the state, they'll bill... We have to bill for, like, everything we do. Um... So seven and a half hours a day, I have to account for all my time. I got to put in this little program like, hey, I drafted this letter or this motion or whatever. Like I, I have to like put that in um, all day, every day. Yeah. And uh, at the office, it's like, eh, it's okay. Um, it still sucks. But uh, at home, <laughs> my God. Yeah. It's damn near impossible. Right. I can, <laughs> I can imagine. Um, so... It's it's been it's been a little stressful and on top of that, uh I've been uh yeah. having some neck and back pain. <laughs> <laughs> I've been making the typical joke when then When somebody says their neck and back hurts and be like, My neck and my back and then you want to say so you're pussing your crack too? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, the, so. so the first thing that yeah, I told Elliot the other day, I was like, my neck and my back are just, like, killing me. And so he texted me, and he's like, but how about your pussy and your crack? And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the obligatory kind but of response you have to have to someone saying that. I don't blame you at all. It's A-plus comedy. It's yep. really good. Really top-notch stuff. I was kind of sad that I didn't think about it before, honestly. <laughs> it's kind of, like, came naturally. Yeah. But we figured, since we're finally uh, getting back to the podcast, um, maybe we'll try to keep it up regularly. We'll see how this goes. So we wanted to do a more relaxed 
kind of one. We don't have a script. We don't really have anything. We figure we just talk about what's been going on. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we would just like uh, just talk about what's been going on with us. We, you know, maybe the, the movies we've been watching. We've been watching uh, starting yesterday. We started watching R. Kelly, Surviving oh, R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah that's uh, been. We we went back to part one because I think part two is out on Netflix and it's uh it's the part two is still fairly new to Netflix I think yeah I think so it we, just just dropped or whatever you want to say you know <laughs> oh, no, no 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 so they so they have yes is that it is that how they did it they had part two but it's like it's the thing I didn't like about the way Netflix did it is the fact that. You can't just go surviving R. Kelly and then go into like season two. You had to go find a whole separate listing. That was weird. I didn't understand yeah. that because even when you were trying to explain it to me, you were like, no, it looks like part one or season one is like off somewhere. Like, yeah. you can't just like watch the two installments together, which um, I don't know why I didn't really pay attention to that. But like, well, because it I doesn't make it was, sense, you know. Yeah, it's not together. You gotta go find part one on your own, and then you gotta go find part two on your yeah. own. It's like not together. I don't know if that's because like different. Like I remember the first season coming out a couple years ago on Lifetime, mm-hmm. um, and I we were living at the apartment at the time. I think yeah. so. We could have, I could have watched it like on cable when I had cable, but um, I was like, eh, I don't know. Anything on Lifetime... Look, anything on Lifetime... Was it a Lifetime thing? Yes. So, anything that airs on Lifetime, I'm immediately <laughs> like, eh. Yeah. You know? I'm like, that's iffy. I mean... Um, not the most credible. It's not the most credible, and also, I mean, if it's not about some... Uh, about, like, a, a babysitter killing, like, <laughs> the husband's... The husband's wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killing the wife that, like, hired her to, like, work for the family or something or the, some crazy shit like that. the husband's wife. Yeah, speci- but more importantly, the husband's wife. Yes, because the wife is owned by the husband. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, some shit like that. You know, some fatal attraction type shit, which is usually on yeah. Lifetime. So when they were like, surviving R. Kelly going here, immediately it lost all credibility. And I was like, how good is this documentary going to be? Um, just like production wise um, but I decided to go ahead and watch it and uh, Elliot's been watching it with me and it, yeah. it's, it's bananas and it's pretty infuriating yeah it's crazy just to see we're on we just finished episode four today yeah and so in you know spoilers for anyone who uh, hasn't watched it already but like we're on episode four and uh, I guess it shouldn't be a spoiler he didn't go to jail <laughs> Yeah, that's not a spoiler. He it's, so these and also when he was like first charged with all this shit. Well, he made bail yeah. for like it was like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which isn't yes, for, which is for probably Kelly. for him. It's like nothing. Um, yeah, he 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 had already had like remix to ignition come out. No, or, not yet. I don't. No, think. not yet. Okay. But I mean, he had some. He other still stuff. had like. Everyone was talking about him, and he was still a big deal. He was still a big deal at the time. I believe I Can Fly was like yeah, know, there the we song go. for Space, Space Jam. Jam. I remember that coming out. I remember hearing that song and singing it a lot as a child. Oh, little alien. Nah. He believe he can fly. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but yeah, he already had he had a few hits, and I don't, I don't really remember, honestly. Like, prior to Remix to Ignition, I honestly don't remember, like... 
anything of his. Um, I actually know him more um, from all of his uh, crimes. (laughs) I don't know him so much. Like, Remix to Ignition, I think I had on, like, my iPod Shuffle at one point. (laughs) But I don't think, like, you know, other than his crimes, I honestly don't know a lot of his music. Um, Yeah, I don't... But I know, I mean, in the 90s and stuff, he was a huge deal. Huge deal. But um, but no, what, when he was charged with all this, and I think after the tape came out, um, he, like, when he was, like, out on bail or whatever, like, the trial hadn't even started yet, and he made Remix to Ignition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that shit blew up. It went huge. I mean, he was, he put out a lot of hits during... During the that whole time. time, yeah, which is kind of like crazy. I mean, I don't know. It's just to me the whole thing that gets me is that they found him not guilty. They the, they've been interviewing jurors and stuff like that. One of the jurors. Oh my god! One juror was such a piece of shit. So, um, real quick, like when he when it finally goes on trial, it's like years later. Like six I have years, never six or eight years later, something like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's wild. crazy. So it's not until like two thousand eight. Remix to ignition yeah. comes out in like two thousand three. Yeah. So two thousand eight finally goes to trial. Um, they play the tape and then uh, in court and the sex the, tape, not the, not sex not the music. Tape, <laughs> they didn't play the video for remix to ignition, although that probably um, should have put been him in jail, less scarring. But yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the girl that's in the tape, she denies that she's in it. She's like, that's not yeah, me. Her, her and family her is not everybody yeah. except for her aunt who used to work with R. Kelly and is mm-hmm. the reason that she met R. Kelly. Yeah. Um, and her aunt's like, that's her. That's her in the video. She's like 14 years old. Yeah, and, and it's, it's very obvious from what everyone's been and, and saying. And she had like a friend that she was really close to in junior high or yeah, high school. And like, they played basketball together. And she's coach, like, that's her. The coach is like, even ended up seeing it. And he was like, and that's he's her. And he's like, that's her. He's not only the coach, but he's also like a sergeant. Like He works with the police department. Yeah, like so, so this guy who not only is someone who's... Uh, you know, he's a coach on her, this girl's basketball team uh, and everything. And then he is like a police officer and a high ranking police. He's not just like a, a quote unquote regular police officer uh, and stuff, but he's like a high ranking police officer, which generally that would give you like a crap ton of credibility in court. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like even in that, like they still couldn't get him arrested because basically well, because be- the yeah because the girl in the tape at this point and you mind you this is years later she's like that's not me she does it she's obviously she's not going to testify and then her family is like that's not her yeah but all her family besides the aunt of course that the aunt's the only one that's like that is her so mm-hmm. um and the aunt later says she's like i don't know if they were paid off she was like but i know that members are her family other members of the family Continued to work with R. Kelly. Yeah, they after continued that, to work with him and continued to see him and stuff and like hang out with him or whatever. You know, it's just like this guy had sex with your 14 year old daughter. Not only did he have sex with her, but like there's a video of him peeing on her. Oh my God. And you're still like, yeah, they can they can still do their thing. I mean, obviously. Like, yeah, but I really want to be featured on that track though. I was about to say, that's pro- unfortunately. Uh, you know, like they didn't say this in the documentary, but like that's probably you know that's our take on it. It's like it's it, it, they probably were you know looking at thinking they were going to get famous and stuff. So like yeah, that I mean that was I guess that that was their um, that was their goal. Like you know, being able to make music with this 
this big time artist. Yeah, I mean, you know? it is and a so big there, and deal. So I understand from that viewpoint, but at the same time, as far as like morals go, yeah, it's like at what cost though? Is yeah. it really worth being, you know, like? No, it's it's absolutely disgusting. Like, how could you look at this person? And still be like, yeah, I think I could work with you. Yeah, I could work with them. It's fine. It's fine. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Don't even, don't even worry about it, buddy. No, you know no, what? no big deal. You no, know, no hard feelings. No okay? hard feelings. I, no hard feelings. I okay? didn't mind because, like, not only it was like her, the the woman, the woman, you know, because at the time, because she was fourteen when they first did this, they put off the trial and put off the trial. Yeah. So it was like six years later, you know. Yeah. So she's like of age at that point. You know, like, um, and she might, and and maybe that hurt it too, because at that point she's probably like, you know what, a, like I've been to therapy, I've like moved on. Yeah, maybe you know? so. And she's like, I don't want to show up there, like I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah, like she, you know, that could have been another thing where she was like, you know, it might have been easier for her to just be like, you know what, that's not me, that's not me on the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and deep, and you know, but she might be dealing with that. And, and her then her mom, life. her mom comes out and was like, "No, that's not her." And then her like her uncle comes out and says, "No, that's, that's not, not her." her. Yeah. And it's like, what are you, what are you so doing? They like, had the aunt go up there. The aunt that worked with R. Kelly for years and so was, her name like, was like that, Sparkle. Her name's Sparkle. Yes. She goes up there and she's like, "Yeah, that's her." Yeah. And then, um, but she's the only one I think from her family. From that's the family, like, that's yeah, that actually and, said that that was her. Yeah. But everybody else was like, no. So, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand why he wasn't um, convicted in a sense. Because you have the victim that's not even... I don't think she's there at all. Like, she's not testifying. Yeah. There's, like, multiple people from her family that's like, no, that's not her. And um, so, I mean, I guess. But it's still, like... But there's... You know, she's not the only victim. There's so many more. And yeah, I think she's that, just one that they happened to catch. And I think they just, had another one on that testified too. That girl, she was a little bit older. I don't know. I don't know. If she testified. Uh, but I, I, I think she, I think she might have testified. She's the one that stole the tape in the beginning. Remember? Oh, she was right, like, she, right. Did she? Yeah, I think she did testify. Yeah. So and she was like, "Hey, I know this is her." Like, um. Yeah, like. It's it it's insane, and then he get, he just gets off, and it's just like what the fuck, you and know? And everybody's like, I don't know, you know, like sometimes, like most of the time, when somebody's acquitted of something, I still have like a question in my head, like like I'm talking about celebrities. I don't know anybody personally that's been acquitted of anything like serious. No. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like you know, when Michael Jackson is like, yeah, he was acquitted, and I'm like, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, that it's just mean, like there's a lot of shit know. against you That's, still. Yeah, it's just like yeah, but there's some really like compelling evidence like out there, especially that another th- another documentary to watch, Leaving oh, Neverland. Yeah. Um, we watched the first part. We didn't watch the second part. Couldn't bring myself to watch the second part. <laughs> um, maybe one day, um, yeah. but I think that was when we had like HBO for a second, and we don't have it anymore. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Michael Jackson fucking leaving voicemails on little boys' uh, voicemails. Yeah, <laughs> voicemail box. Their their mail, their whatever you call it. Yeah, whatever. Leaving message. He'd be like, "Hey, it's Michael. I was just <laughs> thinking about you." And these were families that were like just regular middle just class regular people. You know, and I he, mean, and then same- they have fucking Michael Jackson leaving messages for their son. I mean, and the mom's like, "Isn't that such a great opportunity?" No, 
It isn't. It's I'm, fucking weird. I think I think a long time ago, you know, like back in the 90s and before that, yeah, like having something like that with this big celebrity, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is, our, this is your big break or, you know, oh my God, I can't believe they're talking to us and stuff. It's almost like winning the lottery, so to say. But then as these things, as time's gone on, we've like learned that these fucking, some of these celebrities, not all of them, but some of them are fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, they have no, uh, no regard for other people, really. You know, they're just lunatics. And, 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 you know, yeah, they might be, like, incredibly talented, like Michael Jackson or R. Kelly, you know. But they're fucking crazy. A lot of, but seriously talented people like that, and that doesn't speak yeah. for everybody, you know, obviously, but sometimes, and I mean, you've talked about that before, like people yeah. who are insanely talented and have that drive and ambition to like be famous and to like just put in that work. Yeah, so. And, and, to, and just kind of be a natural at it. Yeah. Like being in the limelight sort of thing. Yeah. You kind of have to be a psychopath. Yeah, I definitely think that's what we talked about is um, about how, like my my opinion on the, on the matter of like what it takes to be famous or celebrity or even like a, you know top CEOs and stuff like that to be that high up in 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 society I guess you would say you know celebrity status or CEO or something like that you have to have I I believe that you have to have a certain level of sociopath you know whatever uh, however you say it you know yeah sociopathic tendencies or whatever i don't know like you had to be a sociopath i think um, so like i mean especially just because you have to have like a um not a grittiness but you have to have kind of a yeah you have to have this a mentality that you're the best at whatever it is you're doing and that no one else can compete with you you know um a lot of you know a long time ago uh the uh aristocrats you know the top high-end people the monarchies and stuff like that it was always believed that oh you're born into that kind of lifestyle you're born rich kind of and to the to this day you're basically you know if you're not born rich it's very unlikely that you'll get rich um but you know it seems i wouldn't say that you're born you know um like it's 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 something at birth but i do believe that you have to have you have to be born with a personality to want to do something like that and to want to also to number one think your shit doesn't stink for sure you know like i do photography and i constantly think everything i do sucks you know it's just a constant it's a constant thing of like this isn't good work um and but i see other people post stuff and they're like look at this work and they have a lot of views they have a lot of likes they have a lot of you know jobs so to say in the photography world and I'm like, no, that's shit. That's like absolute dog shit work, you know? <laughs> Not everyone, but there's a lot of people. But like, it, it's like, you know, you fail your way to the top kind of situation, you know? It's like taken from like behind a bush or something. I mean, there's some bad th- things that I've seen from successful photographers and stuff. And you're just like, what? Um, and And it's just really weird. But I think you have to have that mentality or personality type to get there, you know, to get, you know, to that top level. And so, like, these people are, like, they're just sociopaths and they they don't see anything else besides 
whatever their quote unquote passion is. Their obsession is really what it is. You know, they said like R. Kelly was obsessed with music, you know. Um, he couldn't, he couldn't read or write very well. Yeah, he couldn't even read very well. But you know? he was, like, musically inclined. Yeah, I mean, luckily, um, he was able to do that. But, like, uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I don't listen to the Red Chili Peppers much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> hmm Erica likes to make fun of the uh, Anthony Kiedis' lyrics and stuff. Which they are... Cringy and very junior high-ish. <laughs> Can't stop a gum, eat a gumball. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, like they're they're all talented people. Anthony Keys is fucking. He's a psychopath. Oh, for sure. He's yeah. also speaking of uh, yeah pedophiles. Uh, pedophiles. He is. Anthony I mean, Kiedis he's confirmed. Does it. love like teenage girls and uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't, he dates them anymore. I mean, that's just that's just me speculating. In the last but, couple of years, he has laid off of it a bit. <laughs> past two past, years, yeah. past couple months. No. <laughs> and uh, in the past few weeks, you know. he has been able to bring it back a little bit <laughs> and date somebody in their 20s. That's the thing. I think, like, even to this day, he he only dates women who are like in their twenties, and just like, dude, okay, you're like my dad's it. age. You know, like you're almost sixty. Um, gross. Yeah, it's a it's just weird. Well, at some point, what do you have in common with somebody with like? I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to shit on age gaps because I. Have, I will. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'll fucking do I'll it. I'll fucking do it. But um, because I think that you can you can have an age gap. I guess I think it just depends on when you start that relationship. If yeah. you're if you're like thirty and the other person's like fifty, then it's like eh, it's kind of yeah. It's that's kinda, that's not terrible at that point. That, it's like yeah, okay. because like you you assume but, at least someone who's at the end of their twenties has has reached a maturity level that the frontal lobe is is formed and and they're able to actually. <laughs> properly think you yes, know compared to so. younger people who uh aren't you know they well, haven't had enough life experiences you know yeah i'm not saying you gotta have a bunch but i just i don't know i just don't understand like where just, do you, you even start talking on a few like, times that's all i'm saying yeah you gotta get shit on a few times <laughs> buy a job buy a relationship buy life buy life in general yeah and and by the time you're at your you, by the time you've gotten past 25 26 you've you at least been through it a, like once or twice yeah you know it's it's pretty easy you know i mean i say it's pretty easy it's it's pretty guaranteed that you've been shit on by life at least once or twice by then um i mean just i mean anyways but but when you're like when you're like Anthony Kiedis's age, which mm-hmm. he's in his fifties now, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's like 50s. almost sixty. Really? Yeah, I mean Anthony Kiedis is my dad's age. Yeah, your dad's almost sixty. Um, but and then you're like, no, I think I'm going to stick to somebody who's like twenty. It's like, well, what are you like? Well, for what? I don't know. Anthony Kiedis, not Kennedy. Let's see what the interwebs say. But, you know, I mean, the thing is, is so what I was going to get at, uh, he's 57, yeah, born in 62. Holy shit! I yeah. thought he was, like, just turned 50 for some reason. No. No, he's old. They're all old. Um, I mean, they're all, like, you know, almost in their 60s and stuff. But the thing is, with, uh, when it comes, you know, but, like, so we're watching, I have a bunch of, I have some DVDs of the Red Out Chili Peppers, and we're watching them in, uh, 
he's no, he is a Red Chili Pepper again. Um, fuck, what's his name? John Frusciante, yeah. the guitarist. He, <laughs> he, he literally. I don't know if this guy as great and and like seriously like I, one of the most talented he's guitarists there. He's a vegetable ever. that isn't. He kind yeah. He's a vegetable that he's a vegetable that can walk and play guitar, you know, very well. Other than that. He doesn't like fried as fuck. Yeah, we watched a bunch of interviews after like realizing like this dude doesn't really like. We watched him talk, and it was hard to watch because he doesn't really make coherent sentences, or no. what he does say doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um, and 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 you know, but I, I always get sent uh, on Facebook. Uh, I think I liked you know a variety of others fan page or something like that so I'm like every now and then I get suggested these videos that are like uh, John Frusciante fan page and blah 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 John Frusciante fans of the world and stuff and it's like him playing guitar John and stuff John was able to chew his food today <laughs> impressive <laughs> way to go John Frusciante he put on pants the he right way he put on pants the right way today yeah I mean but like they would show him playing guitar or something like that but sometimes they would show interviews and you could tell people were just like oh my god he's that's he th- great wisdom and it's like that's no great wisdom <laughs> and it's like no he doesn't he said like one of the most basic things so there's a, on, on Reddit there's a subreddit called I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> and it's ex- look at that. Yeah, it's fucking great. Here, let's look it up real quick. Um, but basically, it's like, oh, wow, you're 14 and, and of course you think this is like super, super deep. I was telling you when I was like, when I had a MySpace, when I was like oh, yeah. 14 or 15, I would quote Inky. I would have like Inky the lyrics as my fucking bio and I thought that was like I thought I was profound. Um, and guess who uh, is the 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 profile? The the so they have an icon and and there's you know they'll they'll make like a little picture mm-hmm. to represent the page. Who do you think it is? Um, it's a person. It's a, it's a celebrity. Yes. <sighs> but remember, I'm 14, and this is deep. I don't know. Um. What is it? Uh, Will Smith's son? <laughs> is it Jaden Smith? Jaden Smith. Yeah, the the guy, the little kid who like says like two words, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so deep!" And it's like, not really. Um, so like, there's a picture of Netflix being twelve ninety nine and oil being a penny, and it's like Netflix is more expensive than oil. It's like not doesn't work like that. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah, the Facebook logo makes sense now. <laughs> because the giant F on an app called Facebook didn't make sense before. Thank God we have discovered this. I was so confused, but now I'm enlightened. I don't get it. Oh, I think they're they're being stupid. You know, like I don't know. It's I'm 14 and this is the the most important, important thing th- in life is to stop saying I wish and start saying I will. Nothing, Nothing is, is impossible. impossible. And this person is like wheelchairing upstairs. upstairs. But like. I'll tell you what is impossible wheelchairing upstairs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's just a bunch of stupid. Oh, wow, look, that's the. Um, is that what they, you were telling me about the other day? What? 
like the difference between Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody and well, yeah, that's that's kind of. Is that like this? This looks like a um, a joke, though. But yeah, uh, I don't know. The loneliest people are the kindest, the saddest saddest people people smile the brightest. The most damaged people are the wisest. And where it says the most damaged people are the wisest is the guy that sells flex tape. Yeah, because or flex seal. Flex seal, because that's that was the meme. That's a lot of damage. Oh. So it looks like this is all uh, like dumb memes. But anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, John Frusciante and and the bullshit that he says that he thinks is deep. And it's not really deep, but, you know, like he kind of acts like it's deep. And so it's just like everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so deep. And it's like, well, when you I guess when you stop, when you go beyond thinking about it for five seconds. Yeah, it's. Then you start to realize it's not that deep. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, like, these people, uh, you know, like, these celebrities, like, they're very, I don't know. They, I mean, another thing is they get surrounded by people once they reach, like, a certain level of fame. Yeah. Uh, you know. They don't have to do much. They don't really have to do anything. Well, I'm not, just, not saying that they don't, they don't do have, anything. But, they like, they like, are. They work still. But. Yeah, they obviously work and stuff. But they, like... As but far as like John Frusciante, yes all the time, basically. yeah, that's, that's one of the big one problems. One guy was like saying about R. Kelly's, like you know, he gets to a point where he's uh-huh. got like his yes men, which is like, you know, they'll do anything. Yeah, we that watched that. Wants. We watched um, that Metallica documentary a couple months. Well, that was last year, um, and that was one of the big things. Is that you know, uh, Mitch Hedfield, what's his name? <laughs> I say that every time. I have no. I was because, because you're thinking of. Uh, uh, it's James Hetfield, but you're thinking of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, Mitch Hedfield. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is where, you know, this is what I what we reference at the beginning of this whole podcast, or not at the beginning of this podcast, but the idea that I really don't remember celebrity names at all. And like, so James Hedfield, the lead singer of Metallica, I, every time I bring him up, I'm like, you know, Mitch Hedbergfield. We we talk about that Metallica documentary and he's like, you know, Mitch Hedfield. And I'm like, whoa, back up. My brain is just like (laughs) focusing on what he's saying. And it's like, something isn't right. There was something very wrong. There's something very wrong here. James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, who is a, uh, Uh, complete, Piece of shit. Dear I cannot God. stand that dude. Yeah, he he's a big old baby. Um, and I don't care. You you know, like I don't know people who listen to this. If you're a Metallica fan, cool, cool. I don't care. <laughs> La- the whole band in general was cringy. The only guy was who was really cool was the guitarist. Um, and then they had that bass player that came in, which I can't. Remember. I don't remember any of these fucking people's names. But like, um, fuck off, Google. Shit. Uh, let's see. Metallica. Metallica. It seems like Kirk. Or Kurt, I think. Yeah, it's, um... Kurt. Kurt. No, I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, Kirk Hammett. He was actually really cool. Like, he was just like, guys, 
What are you fucking arguing about? Let's just go and finish the song. And no, that's exactly it. They don't fucking know. They none of them fucking know, and it's annoying. And they're all fucking. And you Lars know, is like just like stupid. a giant baby. He's got a permanent scowl on his face. Because he thinks it's cool. He's, he's a fucking tit. He's a tit and a half. Yeah, he, he just does whatever... I don't know, the way he comes across to me is he only does whatever he thinks is trendy. Yeah, or, or he, edgy. Whatever, yeah, whatever he thinks is trendy or edgy. And whatever will get him, like, cool cool kid points. But, um, but yeah, we watched that, and that, that was terrible to watch. But all these guys, like, they just don't... They, they, they're just terrible, like they're horrible to watch, but they all, all of them, all of them think their shit doesn't stink. And they get told yes, like uh, Mitch Hedgebergfield, um, James. <laughs> Mitch Hedgebergfield's son. James, yeah. Uh, but he was talking about how like, you know, like his drinking, he just kind of like played into the whole role that people like started putting him into of like drinking all the time and stuff like that and no one would tell him no you know so he's like all right well i'll keep drinking like you know and what i was saying earlier about like they don't have to do much is like john frusciante like honestly if like you look at this guy and like watch interviews of him he literally barely looks like he functions or sounds like he functions. I'm not kidding, though. We watched No, them. I know. I remember. Um, I, I actually don't mind Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like a few of their songs. I don't think they're a bad band at all. Um, but, <laughs> but I watched this documentary of them and, like, when did they, it was before Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out? Or that was when uh, they that were was, recording? Yeah, it was when they were recording. So the, the, the documentary that I have is... Uh, it's called Funky Monks, and it came out. It, it's a documentary of the recording of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And they are like. And this is 1990, by the this way. It's 1990. They're very insufferable. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Sorry, it, I don't, was, I don't was, know where I was going with that. Was, they, um, I don't know. I just found them extremely annoying. And John Frusciante like, was just. You could just tell even back then that his thoughts and stuff like that they were kind of getting mushy. <laughs> you know like he just wasn't making I mean he's saying a lot of things he's saying a lot of cool words and stuff but when you really boiled it down it's just like okay it doesn't it's really like it's just a like, bunch of horse shit yeah it's just a bunch of gobbledygook it doesn't really mean anything it's like yeah you said like five words that come are come with me my jelly bean <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but you know when you really boil it down it's just like it doesn't he didn't really say much of anything and it's gotten worse and so like this guy i would not trust him with his own debit cards who john Frusciante. he should not be entrusted with any any of sort money. of responsibility that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying and that's what i mean like so, when he's... you reach a point you don't have to do anything like that for you not saying he doesn't have responsibility I'm not saying that but i mean he can hire people or someone has to be taking care of a lot of stuff for him like I would not trust that man to drive a car. Yeah. <laughs> See, it goes from a joke to, yes. Yes. That's a very true statement because, like, if you watched interviews. But anyways, these people just get ahead of themselves. They get told yes all the time. And, and they're just like, yeah, just do it. And it's like, okay, yeah, you can make a complete ass of yourself on mm-hmm. a regular basis and just be a total dick. And there will be people that are like, that's fine. That's fine. We're okay we with that. We should do that. Yeah. It's, it's a very weird um, reality that they live in. And not all of them. I'm not saying every single celebrity is like this. There are cool celebrities who get it, man, and stuff. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> there are cool celebrities out there that are like relatable and fucking yeah. get it, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, I um, can't think of one off the top of my head, but they there's got to be one. There's a few, I'm sure. Um, have y'all like? I'm sure uh, have y'all like? I'm gonna get a response, but. Um. Tell us right now. You better, <laughs> if you're listening to this in your car, I want you to call in. fucking say it out fucking loud. call in. Whoever's got my number, call in. 94.9 The Poop. <laughs> what, what, is, what did he say? You're listening to 92.3 The Poop. Erica's been listening to a lot of... Um, Mark Rebelay. Look up Mark Rebelay on... Um, M-A-R-C. Yes. And then R-E... Not Rabelay. He's not, he's not Cajun. It's R-E-B... I-L-L-E-T, I think. He's really funny. Yes, he's but, great. Does great music, too. Yes, I would like to see him live. For yes. Sure. It, once this corona stuff's done, we might try to do that. But. Yes, because his tickets are super cheap. Yeah, that's not a nice thing. It's like, like yeah, pay 25 bucks that's, that's yeah, I per went, person. I went and saw Iron and Wine uh, in concert in New Orleans at the Joy Theater, same place where we saw uh, last podcast, um, like in 2017... And like, so so Iron Wine. He had already he had you know music and movies. He had already had like four or five albums. All right, um, we're back. We just had. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what, exactly where we left off. We're gonna just cut that. Whatever what we're talking about. But uh, I think I was. I think that I might have been doing my. Red Hot Chili Peppers impression. That's, Probably. That's so good and dead on. <laughs> but um, I think we were talking about John Frusciante or something. Yeah. But- so we have a security system, and it fucking just went off on us. I mean, it, I've, we've which we've had tornadoes in the area that we live, but uh, it just like, I mean, it just screeched and stuff. Sound like someone was, you know, like we an alarm. We thought was breaking in. I mean, yeah, that's the only thing. I thought it was like an, like a fire alarm and I was like, I don't see any smoke. That was my initial reaction. Um, but I had to go turn the alarm off, um, but it was a tornado warning. It finally told us. And so, um, so yeah, we had to, you know, pause the recording. We had to get on the, you know, watch the weather. Um, and stuff, so we were trying to keep track of that, and everything's fine now, it seems, but man, for like about 15 minutes there, we were like, I was I was super worried, you know, watching the weather, and there, I mean, a tornado uh, touched down not, not that far from us, or seemed like a touchdown, and, uh, and everything, so, yeah, um, that's what, that's where we've been. We had to we had to go away for yeah. It's, I mean honestly, like I mean I was like damn near shaking. You know I mean it was it was okay. We're back again for the second time. Hopefully the last time. Yeah. So um, we had to take a couple of breaks because we had a severe tornado warning come through, and our assist our alarm system uh, decided to go off on us like three or four times. <laughs> And the problem is, it's like, you would think that our system would be like, oh, hey, there's, an, there's a tornado warning. But it's like, no, it sends an alarm like someone's breaking into your house right now. And, and it's like, whoa. And they're calling the police. Like, yeah. They, that, it was such an intense alarm. <laughs> Scared God. the shit out of both of us and the dogs. And the dogs. So... Yeah, we're gonna... I think we're done with this uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I'm like exhausted yeah. the, the tornado uh went past my 
parent where my parents live apparently yeah. my dad apparently heard it and they were in the bathroom and they had like all of their dogs in there and one of their dogs just had puppies all the puppies are in the bathroom with them and yeah uh, and so i was worried about them and so yeah i'm just i'm just like all tired now yeah it's it's been a night and it yeah. started off i mean yeah there was bad weather and stuff i mean it was our, i mean it was pretty rough here um but you know, luckily we we it missed us. You know, we were, we're fine. Erica's parents are fine. But man, it's just the alert alarm going off, and then we you know we got on Facebook to check the weather and see what our you know we don't have cable or anything. We just you know have internet and stuff. So you know we go on like Facebook because our our local news place they'll live stream, so we watch their live stream. To see what they're talking about, which is actually a pretty nice feature. You know, you don't have to go on TV and, you know, uh, I don't know. I like the live streaming stuff that a lot of these news channels do nowadays. I do too. It's uh, very convenient, especially when you're at work. Like, we did actually have a tornado hit right down the street. I mean, less than probably like 200 yards behind our house. People that live down there. Yeah. They, like, got, they got hit pretty bad. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, just right down the road from us. So I mean it, it. I mean it tore up some houses. I mean just six houses behind ours. You know. I mean it really. It was, was scary. Yeah, that was like right before Christmas. Yeah. So there was like multiple tornadoes. And yeah, I was all at over work, the place. And so everybody at work was in the hallway, and um, I was worried about the dogs. I really just wanted to be here. Cause yeah. <laughs> no shit. I mean dogs. I don't blame you. Which now, with this thing going off, it kind of makes me wonder, was this going off when the dogs were, you know, when we weren't even home? I wonder, because that's the first time I've heard it. Yeah, so um, I'm calling the alarm system company tomorrow and uh, telling them to never fucking do that again. (laughs) I looked up a review, like, as I looked up to see if I could do it online, you know, just on my system, and uh, there was only one review where this person was like, they had flash flood warnings, and uh, this person said, how do I stop that from never happening again? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that is not something... I am I- not interested. This is, that's exactly what they said. Yeah. Like, I am not interested in this ever happening again. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying. It and was honestly, so I'm scared. It was and, like, crazy. I was like... I mean, you would have thought that, the, like, the fucking purge was starting. Yeah, I, that's how exactly, you know, how it was. So, you know, and then it freaks our dogs out and, and, and stuff. And I, I just don't, it's just unnecessary. Not for something like a tornado warning. We generally get those on our phone and stuff like that. So, not necessary um, in that extent. So, anyways, that's our podcast. Uh, you know, we'll be back. We'll probably try to, try to, try to, I'll try to get Erica to, uh, to do these a little bit more. We're going to try to try take them a little bit more relaxed and just talk about stuff we've read. Nothing like in depth where we get like specific articles, I guess, you know. This no, I'll get of, like I'll get some articles that like yeah. I think that I like I'm interested in reading about. Like I was, you know, but at this time I was like, well, I mean, we kind of we've been watching that R. Kelly documentary and then we just kind of went down a rabbit hole from there and so yeah. that was a, a more relaxed uh yeah, you know, it made it a little bit easier because we just sat on our couch and just talked about whatever we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That was Nash. Very Nash. So anyways, that's it for uh, this episode of uh, Pop Cool Catapult. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you uh, hope we didn't take too much of a hiatus. And we'll try not to do it in the future, you know, 
too much, hopefully. Yeah, and go out there and uh, listen to some Metallica. Listen to some uh, Mitch Hedfieldberg. Hedfieldberg and, um, and Lars Lars Ulrich, or whatever his name is, uh, be a giant baby behind the drums. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, thank you all for listening, and we'll see y'all or get back with you next well, time. Finger guns. <laughs> yeah, basically that's how I feel see right now. See you next time. <laughs> 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 bang, bang. Uh, see you next time. <laughs> all right. Bye, y'all. Bye.